So we can first begin with you saying your name. Yep, my name is Evan Sherman. <laughs> you like took you it literally. <laughs> That's funny. You can't say my name. <laughs> Uh, and introduce yourself because I'm lazy. <laughs> your name. <laughs> hey, you know what? I did what you uh, I did what you asked me to do. So, all right, have a good one. I'll see you later. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> I'm not sure if the recorder can pick up, but there are geese out here. Hello, welcome to another outside edition of Stuttering is Cool. I'm Danny, your host. Enjoying this rather mild winter. So mild, I'm outside taking a walk. Yay! While poor Europe is being blasted with the Canadian wet uh, winter. <laughs> anyway, I'm at a pond with maybe even a hundred, maybe even more geese. Holy max, we've never had this much, as many ducks, waterfowl in this pond near my house uh, before. <laughs> they seem very chatty t t today, not sure why. I'm not really a duck whisperer or a waterfowl whisperer. <laughs> now I know that this uh, podcast has nothing to do with ducks or geese. Wild, gut, wild ducks, Canada geese. Just to describe the scene a bit. But thought this would make a great background for the intro of this episode. <laughs> Which is all about, and I shouldn't be laughing because it is a serious topic. Um, ignorance towards stuttering. Uh, when people make you know, inappropriate jokes about stuttering due to ignorance. Just sheer ignorance. You know, There are people in the world with no emotional intelligence. Or low emotional intelligence. And uh, trying to see why these ducks are quacking. Some of them are chasing each other. Ah, oh, must be mating season already. You can see all the males fighting over a girl. Trust me, ducks, women ain't nothing but trouble. <laughs> now that a now that alienated half of my listening audience. Um, I was only kidding. Back to the topic at hand, I am chatting with someone who is doing something about all the nasty comments that he finds on online about stuttering. So <laughs> my name is Evan Sherman. Um, I am from Ormond Beach, Florida. I just moved down here from Syracuse. Um, and uh, I'm a speech language pathologist and a person who stutters. Um, and uh, that's a little bit about me. Did you want me to go even more in depth? Sure, especially the part about your uh, your stuttering awareness, fixing up people's uh, ignorant <laughs> uh, attitudes and thoughts towards stuttering on uh, Twitter. I really, I, I really like your Twitter name. So if you want to oh. talk on that, <laughs> yeah. Well, m my Twitter name used to be. Um, NSA Syracuse because I was the chapter leader there but after I left Syracuse I couldn't think of a Twitter name so I figured <laughs> I stuttered so what would be perfect because, so what if you stutter so what if uh, 
so what if you talk a little bit differently than 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 other people you're still the same person you're still who you are you just talk differently and that's kind of why I changed it to uh, I stutter so what most people oh a lot of people who stutter aren't accepting as much and they wouldn't really throw that out there with that yeah. name I figured that um, I um that I that I identify with it so I might as well just throw it out there and see what people say. <laughs> yeah, great. And and you've been reaping the rewards of uh, it's amazing how um you know we both had the same idea. Now mine was sometime last last year, but um I never went ahead and corrected people, <laughs> but you did. So <laughs> if you want to explain to the listening audience what I'm being vague about, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean like if you go on t- t- on Twitter um, I mean, I've always, well, let me just start from the beginning. Last year, I really wanted to start, um, start getting the word out there about stuttering and start, start to make a difference about, well, start to start to make a difference in people and how people talk about stuttering and how people react to others who stutter. So, I mean, I got on the news and I got on the radio and then I left Syracuse and I needed something else. So, one night I was sitting in bed and I was like, wow, I kind of want to do something that involves just making a difference. And I couldn't think of it. So I logged on to Twitter and I typed in the search terms stutter. And yeah. you, t- you, you type in stutter and there are literally a list of 50 insults. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, uh, that's what I experienced last year. Because yeah. I was just looking for other people who stutter. You know, maybe they tweet about their stuttering. And my heart sank. I felt so badly for the human race. Yeah, <laughs> it's re- really sad. And it's not like that you feel badly not only for people who stutter, but you feel badly for these people who don't know any better. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because like, yeah, how dense must you be? Or, you know, how... Um, how little emotional intelligence could you have to to, no. to to publicly say something like those? And a big problem is is ignorance. I mean, yeah. people are ignorant regardless of what impact the King's speech has. Um, what impact, like the fact that Joe Biden stutters has? I mean, it doesn't matter. There are still very ignorant people out there who. Um, who really just don't get it. So I typed in these search terms and you get these quotes and I figured maybe I should uh <laughs> maybe I should start some trouble here. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I uh so I uh I, 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 I um I replied and uh, uh for 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 instance there was one about um I'm trying to think of one um, like I, I think it's a quote, but but a lot of people have tweeted this. Um, yeah. Sometimes when I run into a person who stutters, all I want to do is yell "remix," <laughs> and, and like, and it's like, okay, that's really funny and all, but what if you're the person who stutters? Like, what if you're the one, or you are the consumer on tw- on t- on Twitter lo- looking at this? How do you think they feel? So, I mean, I would, um, so I would, so I, I would rep- 
reply to, to them and I would say you know the, the next time you 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 encounter somebody who stutters they may have something really important to say and it's important to uh to listen to what they have to say not necessarily how they're saying it exactly so I mean and that's that's been a common theme on my replies for the past week or so because every day I try to <laughs> reply to at least one negative but that's been a common theme and um I mean you always have those people who write back and say can't you take a j j j or something like that but uh, you don't reply to those cuz you got the word out and yeah. you uh they know now that this may affect somebody so maybe even though they gave you a negative reply they might actually uh if they encounter somebody else who stutter, they might just think twice. You know what? They That's might... why I never um, did that last year when I was when I found those negative replies because I was always afraid of. But what happens if I get that nasty response? Right. And you just made me realize. Well, the best practice is just don't reply because they've already made up their minds, right? Like, it like it yeah. like words on screen easily f turns into a fight. Exactly, and, and you know, you uh, you do make an excellent point that you already said your piece, and maybe next time they'll probably think it through. And really, the ball's in their court. Are they going to be jerks about yeah. it, or are they going to be like the other ones that you've um, that you've mentioned to, to me before? Um, that you actually got kind replies back. Could you yeah, speak a I bit mean about those. Yeah, there was one rep reply. Actually, the first day I started doing it. Um, I think she said something about how her professor stutters. And um, she was like, oh, I can't listen to this guy stutter for the next hour and a half. It's driving me crazy or something like that. Gee. And I replied and I was like, I, I bet he's really smart. Maybe you can try and listen to what he has to, to say. I bet, I bet you could learn a lot regardless of if he's stuttering or not. And she nice. said, yeah. And then she said, I think I'll try that next time. And that was the end of her post. So, I mean, you you make a difference one person at a time. Like, uh, you you can't change the world, but you can you can impact enough people to to be able to make an impact, so they can make an impact on the general population. Like, like it's a, it's always one one person at a time here. So. And one person can make a difference. I mean, again, I started doing this one night, and I've gotten a few good replies, and I feel like I'm really making a difference here. I remember yesterday, I logged on to Twitter yesterday morning because I was like, I think I'm going to re reply to a couple negative um the negative posts about st about stuttering. And I logged in, and I typed in stuttering, and there wasn't one negative <laughs> post. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. Well, so is that me or is that just what happened? I mean, <laughs> but I mean, I like to think that maybe my tweets are starting to get, get around and um maybe people are starting to realize that they might be offending others. <laughs> I like <laughs> or at that. least I, I like, like that to think idea. That. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. You know, I'm glad that you're on our side. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I stutter too, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You have no choice. You have to be on our yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Have you ever done a search for stuttering on YouTube? And um, and I mean, of course we all did, but in this context, because there was one time that uh, that it really made me lose hope in, in, in you know what humanity. I mean. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, there are a lot. I I I'd hate to watch the. I hate to watch the videos and then seeing. The, I mean, no, like I like I like I I like watching the videos because yeah. there are people out there who are just stuttering like crazy and they're just they're up there talking and good for them but then you see the comments and yeah they're they're just mimicking and they're very just disrespectful i mean i remember um there was a couple years ago darren sproles he does he's on the new orleans saints and he has a pretty severe stutter and um i guess he had a really good game and they interviewed him um and uh he had a lot of repetitions he had as many like war like full word repetitions as i've like that's like uh, he he had a lot of full full word repetitions and i mean just like an abundance of them and phrase repetition i mean like everything like yeah. across the, 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 the board he was very severe and um the comments under were just just heartbreaking because i mean the guy has so much heart and mm-hmm. like i like honestly like I, i'm sure he's not completely comfortable with his stutter he probably didn't i mean because i mean he's just he's a sports guy he's never really probably had to like had to really think about it because he's always you know <laughs> playing sport like it doesn't like it it, it, it probably doesn't like impact I mean I'm not saying that it doesn't impact his life but it probably doesn't um define who he is or define like something about him because I mean he's he's a great athlete so the fact that he that he was up there he he probably didn't have a choice he probably had to speak to the media and this is what happened and I mean just to belittle the guy this great athlete for yeah. just how he spoke was really heartbreaking to me. So, I mean, if anybody has any, if anybody has the courage to go on YouTube and check that out, feel free yeah. to. It's really, uh, it's really kind of scary. Yeah. Scarier was, um, I came across a video of a kid. He must have been four years old, I think, five years old. And I think, from what I remember, I think he had just come back from an NSA conference and he was being interviewed. And mm-hmm. and I think he was talking about how, oh, it was great to meet with my other stutterers and, you know, I can conquer anything, this and this. Paraphrasing because five-year-olds don't have that kind of language. Um, right. And to my horrors, people were making their own versions of the video. They would splice him. They would make him to <sighs> a rap. They would accentuate his stuttering and just wow. putting it under comedy and the only thing I could do, because knowing, you know, YouTube is a hotbed of bad comments, regardless of the video. So I just clicked the report button. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's the only thing you can do. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they've ever taken them down. I just didn't want to check back because I'm thinking, you're making fun of a five-year-old. Yeah. Like, what goes through your mind? Five years old. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just mean, hope this kid doesn't uh... see it. 
you know, like how do you know if that kid's gonna see it or not? I know it's it's scary. I wonder. <laughs> I want like, are there? Have you ever looked on like the NSA videos on YouTube? Are there any negative posts? No, on NSA? I never went to that deep. Um, I, I, I won't wonder. It's 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 really uh, yeah. See that d- defines scary when you have a whole lot of people making fun of a five-year-old for trying to get his words out. Uh, that's just yeah. That's just uncalled for. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that there's a report button and there's people like you out there <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> bringing out the uh, what the awareness. You won an award for this last year, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um. What the well, what, what the, was it again? Um, My memory's not the same as it used to be. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, I won, actually, uh, Chapter Leader of the Year at the NSA conference this past year um, in Texas. And th- that was basically just because, um, really, throughout the year, I mean, in conjunction with my uh, f- finishing up my uh, my d- d- degree, a degree in speech pathology at Syracuse. In conjunction with all that work, I also, um, I, I also re- reached out to to uh, to radio stations and uh, to, to 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 television stations and to newspapers. I was I was interviewed live on the air a couple times. And wow. I was in a couple of uh, of. Uh, of of ra- of uh, I was on a couple of radio shows in Syracuse, some um, morning radio shows, and and I mean it was re- re- really to pr- pr- promote the King speech. Really, I mean the King speech in general gave all of us a a perfect opportunity to be able to go out and talk about stuttering and to get the word out. And I sort of took that by the horns and I just went for it and there was no turning back. And, uh, the, the NSA realized that, uh, that I was working hard to get the word out and to, you know, just be out there in the media. So I did receive chapter leader of the year and my chapter, (laughs) it's funny. Um, in, in Syracuse, my, my co-leader, my original co-leader Vince Markowski. Um, he, uh, me and Vince started this chapter um, four years ago, and we had two people show up, <laughs> and it was great because usually you start a chapter and some sometimes nobody shows up on the first meeting, and we, we were we were on a roll from there. And I remember uh, my last meeting was a holiday party this past uh, holiday season, and we had families and there were like seven to ten members there with their families wow we got um i mean like and like even before that i was um having uh the fluency class come in to our meetings from syracuse to observe and ask us questions and so it really grew a lot in the in the four the three and a half to four years that i was doing it so it was great that the nsa recognized that and I wish I had a chapter down here. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. So no chapter for you in Florida? It's it's sad, you know. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, it's, it's nice because I moved down to Florida and the weather's beautiful. But we we moved into a pretty – it's not the most populated area. Um, Jacksonville is about an hour 
and 20 minutes north of us, and Orlando is about an is about an hour uh, south of us, like Central Florida area, and those are the two populated areas around me, and there are chapters there already, so I go to their chapter meetings. Oh, okay. um, but uh, I mean, I live in Ormond Beach, and there really isn't a lot of market around here. Uh, the, there's w- w- one school, I think, and I mean, it's kind of an older crowd too, and the population's pretty low. So, mm. I mean, I'm completely fine with at least temporarily not having a chapter and maybe going to other chapters and even sort of helping them out, see if I can help them get more members because you know that it's always a struggle to get people out of the woodworks, out yeah. of the woodworks. So, yeah. And in the meantime, you're hosting uh, Stutter Social Chats on Sundays. Yeah, Sundays at 8 o'clock. It's... Uh, it's great. I was so happy when I saw this thing, and I was like, "Well, I got to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> this is this is gonna be great because, like, even with like with Hunter Social is bigger than chapter meetings because we reach out to pretty much the world. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. It's it's pretty powerful what what, what, what we do with these these uh, uh these hangouts on Google Plus. It really is. Yeah. Shifting gears a little bit, um, I am a huge fan of old-time radio. Now, for the young guns of the of the listening audience, I'm not sure if you guys know. So, pardon me for being ageist here. Uh, back in the early days of radio, the 1920s, 30s, 40s, the golden age. Um, you know, they had radio plays to listen to. So, just like TV shows today, the radio. They had them in audio format, so I guess you guys already know that. I'm sorry. Anyway, one of the shows uh, from 1946 to 48, uh, very, very short-lived show, um, the Mel Blanc Show. Mel Blanc, you might recognize the name. He's the guy that did all of the voices for the Looney Tunes cartoons, including Porky Pig. Actually, side note, Porky Pig's original voice was actually by a guy who stuttered. And unfortunately, now what I heard was, and I haven't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I haven't um, checked this. I, I haven't done fact checking on this. Um, I read uh, somewhere on the internet, so that's why I need the fact checking, where he, uh, he was actually fired because he stuttered too much. So now blank. Well, I had to do the voluntary stuttering, I guess, on Perky Pig. Now, the reason that I'm bringing up the Mel Blanc show is, well, on that show, um, you know, among his many voices that he did for his show, um, well, he had a character, a brand new character. Well, quote unquote, brand new. I mean, at the time, Perky Pig was a huge um, cartoon star. Um, and well, this character sounded like Porky Pig, stuttered like Porky Pig. <laughs> actually, he stuttered a lot more um, than Porky Pig. So I thought, um, actually, for the four years that I've been producing this podcast, I always wanted to talk about this uh, show. One, because I like cartoons, no Mel Blanc and all that. And two, I wanted to explore this whole idea of, you know, how stuttering became the butt of jokes. And the more I did my podcast, the more I felt actually bad about, you know, Mel Blanc making fun of stuttering, you know, you know one of my heroes, I guess, you know. Um, so I kind of got a little conflicted. I mean, 
Although, you know, Parky Pig was never really harassed in the cartoons for the most part. You know, um, I know as a kid, I did feel a, a bit bad sometimes, but very rarely did I, you know, so I didn't know how to explain it. So I just wanted to play this clip from one of the shows and I'll be right back. Now back to Mel Blanc. Mr. Colby, hoping to attain a seat on the city council and anxious to make a good impression on Mayor Quimby, who is a bird fancier, invited Mel and Professor Potsnick to go hunting. The result of the expedition, one ring-necked pheasant, shot by Mr. Colby, which he wants to have stuffed and give to the mayor. We now find him bringing the bird into Mel's fix-it shop, which is, for the moment, in the hands of Mel's assistant, Zookie. Oh, hello there, Zookie. Hello, Mr. Colby. Zookie, you have so much trouble saying Colby. What on earth would you do if my name was Flickenheimer Feigenspan Holzen? Uh, I'd say, uh, uh, hello, Mr. Flickenheimer Feigenspan Holzen. <laughs> It's it's simple, Mr. Flickenheimer Feigenspan Holzen. Well, Zuki, as soon as Mel comes in, I want you to tell him to stuff this pheasant and tell him to hurry. The mayor will be at my house pretty soon, and I want Mel to bring it right up. Oh, I'll tell him right up. We, we, I'll, I'll, I'll tell everything you say. I'll give him the meat. I'll give him the meat. I'll write him a note. Okay, so long, Zuki. Yeah, so long. Uh, let's see, uh, what was I doing before he uh, uh, came in? Oh, oh, yes, this uh, uh, crossword puzzle. Yeah, let's see now. Uh, uh, a four-letter uh, word for uh, domesticated animal. Oh, I know, a cow. It's C-O-W. No, that's five letters. I got it, a cat. It's C-A-T. Oh, oh, hello, Mel. Mr. Colby. That's all right, Zuki. I ran into Mr. Colby outside, and he told me all about it. And now I'd better get to work and stuff this Now, I went through uh, maybe, could be about maybe 40-ish episodes of the Mel Blank show, um, trying to find a very good sample of a Zuki uh, scene. And by the end of it, you know, when I found this particular scene, I I had an epiphany. And I thought to myself, you know, if I look at Porky Pig from a different perspective, I'll see a confident stutterer who doesn't hide his stuttering. He's overt about it. And, okay, sure, he switches words, but he doesn't hide it. He still goes out and does his adventures. Okay, yeah, it's a cartoon, but still. <laughs> so um, it really brought a whole new, well, not to use the same word, perspective on the Zuki character as well. Um, yeah, it was a joke about a stuttering. And I am meeting other stutterers who say, that's fine. Like, I, I find no um, offense to the Parky Pig. It's just, you know, they make fun of stuttering. Big deal. So I thought, you know, here's Zuki who makes humor from his stuttering when he, when he, uh, when he gets into a big stutter. And I don't know, I just find it great, you know, it's just doesn't back down from it. He accepts it, even though he's a radio character. (laughs) So I just wanted to share that with you that, you know, 
let's stop harping on Parky Pig slash Zuki. So if you want to hear more Mel Blanc shows, it's okay. It's uh, it's a funny program to listen to. You will hear of other cartoon characters that you will recognize because they hired um, you know uh, the same voice actors that did Betty Rubble from the Flintstones. Fred Flintstone from the Flintstones. There's an episode, I swear I hear Wilma Flintstone. And of course you hear Bugs Bunny and uh, you, you can hear Barney because uh, Mel Blanc did the voice for Barney Rubble. Um, you hear Yosemite Samish and um, Mel Blanc's voice himself, as you heard just a small clip. Um, he sounds like Sylvester a bit. So, <laughs> so very interesting piece of American history. If you're into American history, I know my American audience will love this. Um, so I'll have a link in the show notes to where you could hear um, a bunch of uh, episodes of the Mel Blanc show. So I'm back at the duck pond and our geese pond. What you're hearing now, if the microphone can pick up, two ducks were just fighting. <laughs> this is actually funny. It's not, it reminds me of back in my clubbing days when I was in my early 20s. Oh, brother. Talk about pretentious. But uh, necessary. Speaking of which, I need to find myself a girl. Oh my gosh, it's about time. Did I get myself a love life? <laughs> back in order. Kind of put it on hold ever since... Um, Jobs, uh, job hunting became an issue, but just wanted to come back and read uh, some feedback that I received from acoustutter at gmail.com, which is the place that you can send in your audio feedback. Um, record it in an MP3, email it to me, and then uh, I'll play it on the next episode. Just like these ducks are doing. Maybe, no, maybe one of these are stuttering. Who know? Who knows? There is a report <laughs> that I read uh, last year, I guess, that there is evidence of stuttering in birds. So if any stuttering researchers are listening, you know, maybe there's some photo for you here. <laughs> Let me know if there's any stuttering here. Anyway, these are um, two feedback that I got from... Um, sounds like they're laughing at me. Rude. We need we need Evan back here. Um, <laughs> these are two feedback that I received a few months ago. I'm very bad with reading feedback on the air. I know I should be on top of this because I love reading feedback. I love receiving feedback and reading it on the air. So first comes from Devayan from way back in December. I just heard your 119th episode about advertising in another language. It's amazing how people who stutter are so similar, irrespective of where they're from. Although I'm pretty open with my stuttering and I do advertise very often, I experience an appreciable level of difficulty both speaking and advertising in my mother tongue. Having asked my therapist the same question, he told me that different languages have different pronunciations, different grammatical styles, etc., which add to the complexity in speaking in addition to using a speech tool or technique. It's great that you chose to share such an intimate experience, which is truly unique to us stutterers. It reinforces the thought that we're not alone. Thank you, Devayan. Um, 
Yeah, as I had replied in my email to you many moons ago. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, I never thought of this. Never thought of looking at it in this uh, perspective. Um, that it adds a lot of extra thought process, like not just vocabulary, as I'd mentioned in that episode. Jack had written, uh, I stumbled upon your website and I've listened to your podcasts. They are terrific. Thank you very much. I am an author and businessman who speaks fairly regularly, regularly on retirement. I stuttered as a child. And with the help of a speech therapist, I have been able to manage it thoroughly in my life. And he adds that he's 52 years old. I love what you're doing. I think it's great. I'll keep listening and following. Thank you very much. And like I said, coolstutter at gmail.com. Feedback, comments, if you want to be interviewed on the show, just like I did with Evan. And uh, don't forget to check stuttersocial.com on how you can participate in our Stutter Social Hangout. And just want to mention we have a new host. Um, uh, Actually, no, an additional host, brand new host who came on, Krishna. I'm not going to say his last name because I don't know how to pronounce it. It's not an avoidance thing. (laughs) He's in London, England. So this is for uh, listeners in that part of the world. Europe, Africa, I guess parts of the Middle East, Asia can also chime in too, depending how early or late you're able to join. Um, Yep, again, check stuttersocial.com for the times. Until then, may your stuttering be confidence and no waterfowl interrupts any of your recordings, if you have any, or airplanes. Oh, here comes a scrap, here comes a scrap. (laughs) 